from Cape Town. This is the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. The Leadership Hour. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Zichsan Higgins here with the Leadership Hour. And uh, we've got a packed program tonight, um, starting now and, of course, ending at uh, 9 o'clock. And uh, the f- I've got four guests uh, on the show tonight, uh, well, five if you add Faisal and uh, Nazir as, as one, one uh, slot. But our first guest tonight is uh, Sheikh Dr. Daoud Blanche. Assalamu alaikum, uh, Sheikh. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh, Mr. Ihsan Higgins and the listeners of Voice of the Cape. Yeah, uh, Sheikh, when I say doctor, when I say Sheikh, what do I say? I don't want to say that 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 I don't want uh, tonight we're talking about the Adhan that I believe is currently under threat. And uh, we've had a few incidents over the years uh, where the Adhan was under threat, where people complained about the Adhan and um, that, uh, you know, especially uh, people that potentially moved into uh, areas such as Bokap and in District 6. And of course, they are not used to the Adhan, and when they when they pay all this, these lots of money for their houses, suddenly they feel that you know that uh, the Adhan is not a welcome, um, you know, and they, as they would call it, noise. And then they, of course, large complaints with the city. Now, I want you to take us through it because you know there's been a lot of other dramas attached to this thing. So maybe just take us through the current situation. Yes, uh, so Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim Yes, so um, for listeners of us of the Cape, we did receive uh, the third complaint. And yes, and this is the third complaint um, that we received on Friday. This is shortly after the Juma uh, at 2 p.m. Although the masjids uh, are still closed in the Boakab, we're still discussing the opening of the mosque in the area. But the law enforcement, um, they were at the masjid just shortly after 2 p.m. on Friday. And they brought to our attention that someone lodged a complaint uh, against the uh, sound, against the um, noise um, nuisance, um, taking into consideration this bylaw. And therefore, they were duty-bound as a law enforcement um, to um, inform us and also to investigate uh, the complaint. Mm-hmm. So this happened uh, you know, on Friday. The exact nature of the complaint, what it's really all about and who the person is is still unknown to us uh, because they did not serve us with the necessary uh, papers. Uh, they just came to inform us. And this is a third incident we did have prior to that. Uh, also two um, incidents. Mm-hmm. Um, the one was about two months ago um, and the other one was about a, a month ago which they escalated that particular complaint directly to the office of the Muslim Judicial Council. Um, to inform us um, that uh, they 
are investigating uh, this particular complaint that um, has been lodged with the city um, against the um, Adan in the area. So that's in a, in a span of um, two months, um, you know, really unprecedented for the Boakab area. Uh, we find that uh, these uh, complaints, you know, are still being investigated by the city of Cape Town. And I think, you know, one can you know, really uh, also question these particular complaints. But at the end of the day, it is really that they are acting upon this bylaw uh, that, of course, it requires some serious, you know, amendments to it so that we can really overcome, you know, this particular challenge once and for all. Mm. Yeah, but I think, um, yeah, let's just take it a little bit back, uh, Sheikh. That there has been that proposal for this bill, you know, that we spoke about on radio a few months ago, yeah. whereby the mayor, I believe, uh, gave, gave an assurance that the Adhan will not be affected by this so-called nuisance bill. Now, it now seems that they've actually gone against uh, the whole, um, I mean, what's the current situation now? Well, well, I mean, if they are investigating it, you know, from the city side, and um, you know, we've also done, you know, some of our own investigations. We've been also speaking to some people in the city, so they are referring it to the other departments also. So, therefore, it is quite strange for us if a commitment has been given by the city of Cape Town. Then, when this whole saga took place with the Mule Street Masjid, um, you know, it uh, we find ourselves, you know, now months later uh, that the city of Cape Town, uh, you know, has to find the need to uh, investigate this and to refer it to the other departments because if it is the, you know, as the mayor has indicated then rightfully as you are saying then the matter should have been placed and, 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 and therefore the law enforcement should have known better of not coming to the masjid and you know, lodging this particular, you know uh, informing us rather of this particular complaint. No, because I mean look, they've actually moved beyond now the lodgement of the complaint, they've actually came, they came to invest the gate actually yes correct and in fact they, uh, three, uh, three times already they came um, to um, inform us so this is a law enforcement yeah so, no, but yeah. Uh, now what, what confuses me and maybe my memory is not that great anymore but I do believe that we had a program on air whereby we were examining the Muslim Judicial Council's interaction or joint statement with the city that's correct, yeah. Uh, well, like I said, but um, I do remember there was something like that, and people were still quite adamant that we must get the MJC on to find out what exactly it means yeah. uh, by them saying that they uh, you know, had a joint uh, session or statement with the, with, with the city, but now it seems like the officials are actually going contrary to whatever that was about. Yeah, so the change in the bylaw hasn't taken place as yet. You know, mm-hmm. when there were these particular discussions with the MGC at the time, and I was in that particular meeting, mm-hmm. I've clearly as you're saying, and therefore a joint statement did come out. There was a commitment by the officials mm-hmm. then that they were going to exempt, um, you know, the Adhan from this noise pollution or this noise uh, nuisance. And therefore, when the next setting of the bylaws are going to take place, that is when it is going to be tabled. 
So I would then possibly assume that that didn't happen as yet, and therefore the bylaw still stands. And, yeah, no, no, uh, but but remember, it's not a bylaw yet. It was a bylaw that was proposed. Yeah. And, but now, the, in fact, our problem at the time was that of the piecemeal approach. You know, it's almost like, yeah, we give you a piece of candy. Now you must not say anything anymore. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and then we said that we are actually rejecting, we as a community, we were rejecting this, um, the, the, this type of uh, bylaw in its entirety because it was anti-poor. And yeah. uh, it was it was working against poor people of the city. It was working against the homeless, mm. and um, and and by taking that little concession by saying, oh, "Okay, we will exempt the Adhan from this," now it's coming back to bite us because even that wasn't even now adhered to with the so the so called investigation. Yeah. So now, what's the next step now, uh, uh, Sheikh? So, I mean, moving forward, of course, moving forward, we will not have to wait, you know, from the city whether they are going to issue us with a fine or whether they're going to issue us with official papers to take this particular matter. So we are, you know, trying to strategize as to what is the best way forward in this particular regard. There has been, you know, consultations already with the city of Cape Town, and they have also again given us, um, you know, the that um, this particular matter, although being investigated, um, that is where it is going to end. Um, so that is, you know, against uh, the, you know, from the city side, giving us some sort of contentment. But that is still, we feel that that is not enough because, you know, when another complaint is being, you know, raised, you know, the city, of course, you know, do the same thing at another machine. And I must inform you, um, um, the listeners of Voice of the Cape and Higgins, uh, is that during the month of Ramadan, a masjid in you know in Balbo was shut down, you know, by the city of Cape Town based on the you know sound of the Adan and it and I don't know whether it came to the media's attention at that particular time. Uh but uh, it was shut down, it was closed down you know because of the Adan and there had to be some intervention again by the city of Cape Town. Um and of course they removed um, the notice and the Adan was then permitted uh, to sound and this was during the month of Ramadan. So Assurance right there, she has uh, said to us and reminded us that was given to us prior to the month of Ramadan. So one can assume that this information really hasn't filtered down to the other departments within the city, and that is a major concern for us. Mm. Now, uh, we've got some messages coming through from uh, from listeners. So one says here, we also have a complaint against... Uh, a mosque for the Adhan in Otteris, Olstranfontein Road. The police did not serve any papers against the mosque, but demanded that the Adhan must stop completely. Um, now they say, please get the various political party represented to deal with the issue and the bylaw. Salam. That, that's the one thing. And then the other one is um, says, uh, ask the Imam that he must print out a handout in terms of what the other, the meaning of the adhan in English, so that the adhan, so that they can know what the adhan is about. Uh, and then the other one is, um, I'm baffled as to when these people move into areas they do not want to come. Then they want to come and change things. So don't buy houses in these areas if you're going to have, if you're going to have an issue with the adhan, which is part of the community. So I think there's a lot of. Uh, commentary on this particular issue and it's a very emotive issue and I think um, you know 
maybe, uh, Sheikh, isn't it? Don't you think it is time that this community stand up? I mean, this uh, the Adhan is part of who we are as a, a community. It's, I mean, it's been around since the first Muslims arrived uh, in 1658. The Adhan has been in South Africa. And um, why is it that we are now just going to the city, getting some assurance of some politician, without actually taking proper action? Like, for instance, uh, taking this type of administrative action on review. I, I think it's very important. The social activism, you know, is extremely important. And we received, you know, overwhelming support from other communities also in Stranfontein from Sandra, perhaps you know her, a very, um, you know, active uh, individual. And also from other, uh, you know, non-Muslims also in the area that have said, you know, we've been living in the World Cup for some time already and we really don't have an issue with the Adhan. So we don't know, you know, whether this is, you know, um, Islamophobic, whether this is completely you know, sinister from the complainant uh, when this is a religious intolerance. But the social activism is going to be important, even though I, I do believe, and I feel I should say, that um, you know, if papers haven't been served yet on the, the masjid itself, we shouldn't just leave it there. Although nothing happened to the two previous complaints, mm. um, and um, so we shouldn't sit back. I, I think we need to you know, engage with the city of Cape Town. We need to go beyond um, just the assurances that they gave, uh, they gave us previously and must really agitate that they come up quite strong you know in um, you know amending this bylaw or you know when people are calling uh, to complain about the Adhan that they must um, you know have uh, people who is competent to inform the senior that there is this exemption from it and we are not going to investigate and this is where the matter then concludes. So from the city of Cape Town we you know we do expect them to be decisive you know moving forward because we cannot allow this uh, you know to happen continuously and we see it as a form of harassment you you know, uh, to us, you know, in the World Cup area. Uh, Sheikh, can you stay on the line? We're just going to go for a quick ad break. When we come back, we're going to look at some possible solutions to, to this quagmire that we are facing as a community. My quick, do you know how long I've been timing this car? Come on, start, it, start! Oh no, there's the siren! Meneer, stand fast. How did you catch us? Because there's a tracker in the car. I thought you're the number one hijacker. I never knew the car had a tracker. Why are you so sad? Because they bought it by House of Red. House of Red, monitor your vehicle visually on your cell phone or PC with our latest tracking device from only 99 Rand per month. For House of Red, on. 021-637-9024 At Tuya Health, we pride ourselves in providing our clients with clinical and professional health services by qualified, courteous and well-informed staff. We specialize in live blood analysis which helps to enhance and improve your health. We also stock a wide range of health products. So whatever your health requirement, call us on 021-671-2469 for a free consultation with Ashraf. For your convenience, To Your Health is open seven days a week. Come on, baby, come on. 
Universal Motorspares is classed as an essential service and will be open during the lockdown. Mr. Daphine Foundation's aim is to create self-sufficiency, self-reliance within our communities. With a 34-year track record, Mr. Daphine has been able to change lives through education, poverty alleviation and community development. Every donation helps to feed a belly and feed a mind. The Prophet wasallam said, No wealth of the servant of Allah is decreased because of charity. Help the Mustadafin Foundation continue making positive change in our communities. Get involved by visiting Corner Haider and Antelope Street in Bridgetown. Call us on 021-633-0010. If every man helps his neighbor, then who will need help? The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo. The Leadership Hour. And we are back with the with the Leadership Hour. Um, I just want to say, to, uh, I've got still got um, Sheikh Dawit Blanche online, but I'm a bit distracted right now, and uh, maybe I should say, why am I distracted? Sheikh, are you still with us? Yes, I'm with you, I'm with you. Yeah, I just want to say that yeah, I was distracted now because a very good friend of mine, I just I was just informed that he passed away. I yeah. don't know for what reason, and that was Advocate uh, Isham Muhammad, yeah. who was yeah. also the uh, member of, of, of the provincial legislature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, uh, he's an old comrade and an old colleague of, of ours, and uh, yeah, he also studied with me. Uh, and yeah, I just found out now a minute ago that uh, why What's up that he passed on? So we say, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi Yeah, so that is a bit given a shock. And um, yeah, <laughs> Sheikh, um, so uh, I'm hoping to speak to one of uh, our colleagues later on, or maybe one of his family members, and uh, to just, just to give a bit of, uh, of a background on uh, Advocate Isha Muhammad, who was also a member of the provincial legislature. So, Sheikh, coming back to just our um, strategy in terms of uh, going forward, I mean, this is becoming a problem. You know, every time there is a an issue with, with, with the Adhan. I mean, the Adhan is part of our culture, it's part of our heritage, it's part of our religion. And, uh, I mean, we, we, we the Muslims of, of the Cape, we're not going anywhere. So the point is people will have issues with Adhan. I mean, now people are moving into Bukap, they're moving into Woodstock, District 6, and all other areas, and suddenly they feel they want to, they, they don't want the Adhan. I mean, where is all this going? So you've mentioned that we should engage the city, but the problem with engaging the city, and I want you to comment on this, Sheikh, is that you're not actually negotiating or engaging or deliberating on, equal, on an equal footing. Now, we need to somehow get to an equal footing. And have you got any ideas around that? 
Well, I, I think, you know, um, it is important that the social media platform, you know, must um, really be also a, a tool that we use and to actually, you know, voice our deep concern, uh, shock and regrets to what is happening. And we have to put on pressure, rightfully, as you're saying, you know, sometimes when you're sitting with the city of Cape Town, like we have experienced now in the case like this, they give us the commitment and that is where it ends. Nothing happens after that. One would have assumed that there would have been an amendment to the bylaw and exemption and all of that, the necessary um, information were filtered to every government department on the ground um, and so onwards. So that doesn't really happen or there may be, you know, a slow filtering down of information, you know, on the ground. So we have to be, you know, very active in this particular regard and in the social media platform, uh, you know, a professional people, um, you know, the voice of the Cape, um, you know, different radio stations we have to increase in our activism in this particular regard so that um, the city of Cape Town can actually see that we are really, you know, disgusted of, uh, at what is happening and that they are still entertaining this because if, you are, if they are not going to see how active we are and, you know, what it has done to us as a community, they feel that they were able to get away with it. So, and again, I mean, the identity of the person, you know, is, is, is not known to us. Unfortunately, we don't know who the person really is. But, I mean, it would have also been a nice opportunity for us, you know, to have engaged, you know, with people who do have a problem, you know, with the Adan. So uh, we will have to look at different avenues. The one is, of course, like as the one listener was saying, from a political, you know, dimension, we have to look at a particular strategy. From a social dimension, we have to look at, you know, at the strategy. So we have to incorporate all of this, you know, and hopefully we will be able to come out with a winning formula at the end of the day. Mm. Uh, we just had another message here now, also from a listener. It says here, Mr. Higgins, we had the same problem in Blue Downs. I was at the time the chairman of the Masjid Adin went to court and my explanation to the magistrate that we as Muslims respect all religious beliefs I also explained to the magistrate that we only use the Adhan for 15 minutes per day that is uh, all the, all the waqs uh, the court ruled in our favor so we must not let the city come with the bylaws to take we must take them on and I think that is generally the consensus by all the people that are actually uh, sending messages but now Sheikh so social media is one aspect of, uh, of, of, but I don't think social media will level the playing fields. Mm. I think what will level the playing fields is to bring a, an, an application against the city for basically, uh, for again, to take them on review. Okay. Remember, we can't interdict them because they haven't actually, they haven't shut down a masjid or basically uh, uh you know, served a notice at that point to say that uh, there must be no other. And so the point is, but whoever's making these decisions to 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 to, um, to investigate these complaints, that that particular aspect, I think, should be taken on on review because it's, it it amounts to administrative action. But it must not be done on an urgent basis. It must be done through a normal court process, in the High Court, of course. And then once the matter is alive and kicking and the city is, uh, is cited as the respondent, then the playing fields are actually level. And then you can negotiate in good faith because now should the negotiations fail 
and uh, and and if the city then agrees, if like they've been doing in the past, where they say, listen, it's fine, uh, we will not bother, we won't like you know uh, do anything about the other, then we make that an order of court, and then it's binding. So I'm saying here's an opportunity. And I mean, this is just my opinion. I'm sure there's other lawyers out there who also have opinions on this type of thing. But the bottom line is that a administrative action must be t- attacked. And uh, should the, uh, the negotiations reveal that uh, the city say, no, we're not, we're not worrying with the Adhan, then we have that made in order of court. So which means every masjid after that will be armed with that order of court. And of course, no one will be bothered again in respect of the issue of the Adhan. And that, that puts pay to that situation. Do, do, what, what is your comment on that? I think, you know, it's something worth exploring. And I think this will be on behalf of all the masajids, you know, within South Africa. Um, you know, so it, it can be something that I think we should be exploring. And uh, maybe the, if there are some legal minds listening, uh, you know, to us, you know, um, they can get into contact with us, with the Boakab um, Ratepayers Association, Civic and Ratepayers Association, with the massage of the Boakab. So we're working collectively, you know, on this. So we'll be issuing in the next, you know, 24 hours. Was also an additional statement, a joint statement. So uh, I think strategizing and moving forward, it is you know something worthwhile for us to explore. And if from your side uh, that you feel that it is a you know a worthy step and it may be you know something that we should be doing, then yes, I would definitely support. Okay, Sheikh, uh, I'll definitely be in touch with you on behalf of the, the the Voice of the Cape and of course the listeners of the Voice of the Cape and, uh, and of course on behalf of the community, we will be engaged with yourself and others that are being affected by this but I think it is time for action in this regard and time for talking is is, is over if we are going to talk it must be done on an equal footing so shukran Sheikh, very much for your inputs and uh, we will definitely be in touch and uh, I really applaud you for the current uh, activism and leadership role that you have played thus far Shukran to you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam. Live from Cape Town, this is the voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape.